Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Eisenhower. I'm the CEO and founder of ICC, or Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC is one of the largest real estate coaching companies in the world with thousands of clients and a large team of the most accomplished coaches in the industry who coach many of the highest producing real estate agents, teams, and broker owners in North America. You can find more content on my website, the world's leading production training website for real estate agents at therealestatetrainer.com. That's therealestatetrainer.com. Now on this podcast, I'll share tips, success stories, and training for agents and brokers looking to increase their business income while maintaining a balanced life. So whether you are a new licensee, a solo agent, a real estate team leader, or maybe a team member, a broker owner, or a manager, you are guaranteed to learn something new on each and every podcast episode. Call me next time you want to buy or sell. I'm Brian. That's just advertising. That's taking. That's not giving at all. So for us to be effective, we need to make sure we're adding value and coming from contribution if we're going to be permitted to contact these people through all these different channels over the course of an entire year. One of the things, you know, during the holidays, there it's a unique opportunity for real estate agents to market to people in their sphere of influence, right? And people, there's those are people you know, or people that know you, or maybe don't know you that well, but they are people that at least know who you are by name, you know? Um, so they could be friends of yours on Facebook locally, could be past clients, could be friends, family members, could be coworkers, could be your spouse's coworkers, could be friends of yours from high school locally, people like that. So the people that might refer you business or be clients of yours themselves uh, in your area someday. That's your sphere of influence. So we're going to market to them. It's really easy to market to them, right? We can market them through a lot of distribution channels. Of course, social media is becoming easier and easier and more and more powerful. So I strongly recommend that. Um, we can do it through email. We can do it through mailers, things like that. But what is the content of good holiday marketing? That's what I want to talk about. Different holiday content ideas. And there are some amazing ones out there because it's a unique opportunity to market and remember one of the things that we do when we're marketing to our sphere of influence is we're trying to stay in front of them all year long, right? We're trying to stay first of mind to earn that mind share. So we're trying to stay in front of them. And we do that by putting marketing materials out there, whether that be on Facebook, then Instagram, then a mailer, then an email, then a direct message, maybe a phone call, a text, who knows? All those different things, we're rotating all those all those different channels of communication so we don't offend them. So we don't hit anybody one way too many times. Like they don't really want to see your Facebook post every single day and they don't want a phone call from you every single day and they don't want an email from you every single day. But if you mix it up and rotate, we can stay first of mind subtly so long as our content is good. And what does our content mean? Our content means that it's got to be something that adds value or comes from contribution. It's, I mean, they don't want something that says, hey, I'm Brian, list with me. Hey, I'm Brian. You know, every time they just see something about like it's an advertisement. I'm your realtor of choice. I'm Brian. Call me next time you want to buy or sell. I'm Brian. That's just advertising. That's taking. That's not giving at all. 
So for us to be effective and have people not tune us out and unsubscribe from us or block us on Facebook or unfriend us, we need to make sure we're adding value and coming from contribution if we're going to be permitted to contact these people through all these different channels over the course of an entire year. I recommend 40 contacts a year. Um, that's what we teach at minimum. And 40 contacts a year, I mean, there's 52 weeks in the year. So you're almost contacting them once a week. And we got to do that in a way it doesn't turn them off. And the easiest way to find subject matter or content that you must create, which is hard to be creative and always think of what can I give with what, I mean, and that's what I want to talk about. I want to, I want to give you guys some ideas, especially during the holiday of ways to stay in touch with people because it's really easy right now. It's the easiest time. And it's unfortunate. Most agents, they check out during Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, Hanukkah, what have you. They check out during the holiday season. And it's a shame because it's so easy to add value come from contribution, right? So one of the first things, okay, does, so does anybody have anything they do they want to share? Let me ask out there. Anybody feeling like there's something they do that they want to share? First, let me throw that out. If you think of those things or think of things you're planning, bring them up at any time. Brian, I had uh, a success with an outreach and that was copying from somebody else. And that is on Facebook for uh, Christmas cards this year with your favorite recipe or drink. I just sent out a pile of uh, Christmas cards a day after Thanksgiving. There you go. That's very nice. And what, what did you put in it? Recipe, drink, what'd you put? Well, I did a recipe and uh, wine just because most people know I work at a couple wineries. Okay. And um, so that mm -hmm. kind of complemented a warm soup dish and a white wine. And okay. uh, I, I think I sent out 25 cards so far. Very nice. Are you doing handwritten? Is that what you're doing? Yes, handwritten. And, I, and then I write a little note on um, the recipe as well. So that way it's it's a constant reminder in front of them. Very good, Debbie. I love that. I love that. And it's like a good pairing, right, of wine. And, and uh, so using a little bit of your expertise, since most people know that you have that. Um, yes. It's the wine that goes with the soup type of deal. So excellent. Very nice. I like that. That's classy too. And what do you do? Try to like get like five of them done a day or something? Um, I sat down and responded to everybody as they messaged me and text me. And I did it right then and there while I had it in front of me. And then I just waited until after Thanksgiving to mail it out. So it was right from the get go. Very nice. I like it, Debbie. That's a good one. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Textbook, actually. I mean, I think it's a, if you're going to send out a mailer, you know, given a recipe or, I mean, you could just Google holiday recipes and find one you like and send it out. Um, personal handwritten cards are phenomenal. Handwritten notes are phenomenal. Um, I'm telling you, those never get old. They're certainly not like innovative or creative, but that's because they work like mad. People love them. Understand this, guys. We started getting Christmas cards, I think, last week. We have received maybe five of them, maybe 10. I don't know. And they are displayed prominently on our counter. They're not thrown away. People freaking collect those things. It like gives them a sense of worth. The more they get, the better it is. Even if I like our like pest control guy sends us one, that goes up there. Because you get even more of them. People like those. Don't think that people don't like them. They aren't thrown away like junk mail. A Christmas card is saved. 
and it's appreciative. And I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> I can't begin. I'm not the first to tell you why I saved my pest control guy's Christmas card. I mean, it's not even from my pest control guy. I don't even know my pest control guy. It just comes from the pest control company. Yet we save it. So people appreciate that. You become like a family member over time if you keep doing it. So a handwritten Christmas card, mailed, even if you just sign it in person, powerful to your sphere of influence. Huge, huge. So don't underestimate that one. Okay, anybody else got one they do? Or they want to do? Or they're going to do? Or they've done? If you want to share? Anyone? Anyone? I know, Des, you got one. Okay, my screen is backwards, so forgive me. <laughs> but I was thinking of doing some kind of a coloring um, contest for kids. Posting yeah. it on Facebook and then telling parents to download it and um, post it on that same posting. And then maybe just give away a gift card. That's a great social media contest. That's a great social media contest, a color, a Christmas coloring contest, a Christmas tree, you know, Santa's workshop, something like that. You yeah. post it up there. You could even like send direct messages to everyone in your SOI, like, hey, join the contest. And, and so you could post it on your Facebook page, your personal page. And then you could also go through and you could even mail it to people if you wanted to. And then they could just post it on Facebook or post it on your page. Um, yeah, cause I'm looking for multiple touches here. Remember that I've, I've got to contact my people at least 40 times a year to stay in front of them. So I'm looking for ways to use other channels. You might even email it to everybody and say, Hey, post this on Facebook and use this hashtag or post it on our page or tag me in it personally. That's what I'd probably do is say tag me in it because if they tag you in it, then everybody's going to see it and all their friends are going to see. Make sense. Yeah. So you can I email it. Think of some way when you say tagging, uh-huh. I was trying to think of some way to. Um, isn't there a way of like a tagging where you show up on their page also? Yeah, if they tag you, it'll it's their post on their page, so their friends see it, and if they tag you, you and your other SOI members see it, and they see other people are doing. It. Okay, gotcha. That's exactly right. So that's how you kind of take their friend database and make it yours. Yes. I mean, that's what an SOI referral database is. You're not just marketing to your people. You're marketing to the people they know too, because hopefully they refer them to you. That's why they call referral. So I would tell them to post it on their page and then tag me. Correct. Okay. Yep. You could DM them and say, post it on your page, you know, color it and post it and tag me. And if you use this hashtag, tag me and use this special hashtag, like Christmas with devs, you know, or something. And that's how you're entered. Tag me and use Christmas with Des or something or holidays with Des or something. And, and, and that's your entry. Thank you. You bet. And so now you've got emails. Like I said, you could possibly mail it. You can DM people on Facebook. You can obviously post it on Facebook, all different ways to hit them through different channels. And it's you just trying to help and trying to do something fun. It's not you selling. You know what I'm saying? It's not you selling. So coloring contests are really big, really big on social media. I've seen people do um, recipe contests. Hey, trying to get our, my, uh, trying to put a, you know, create a, a book of recipes. Give me your best Thanksgiving recipe. Give me your best Christmas soup recipe. The winner gets this. Post a photo of your recipe and tag me and use the hashtag recipe. <laughs> 
Des recipe. <laughs> Just made that up. Don't use that one. The, uh, <laughs> um, to enter. That's a very popular one too. Could be your Christmas lights contest. Who has the best Christmas lights? Post that. Email people for that too. Um, I've so, seen- Brian, can I ask you another question? Because yeah. we're in a, um, we are in a society now that is so trying to be so socially correct in everything. Holiday lights. Like holiday. How would you make it universal? Holiday lights. Okay. Holiday decorations. Holiday lights and decorations. Okay. Sorry. I always just say Christmas lights. Holiday lights. Just make it holiday. Seasonal lights. Because mm-hmm. it's true. I mean, right or wrong, really, I mean, I want to market to as many people as possible. Yeah. And I'm not interested in just marketing to Christians. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I want I want to get as many clients as I can. I'm not discriminating by any means. So I want to make sure I cover everybody. So be careful about that. Actually, it'd be kind, it would be kind of a cool thing for people to like to create a platform people to, for people to share their traditions within their, um, just to kind of kumbaya everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Could use some of that right now. That's for darn sure. So yeah, no, I'm with you on that. So that's it. I mean, I I've even seen like what's real popular is holiday door decoration contests. You know what I mean? Because some people just like my, I think my wife puts a few things like a wreath on the door and probably still has some pumpkins left over or something like that from Thanksgiving. So that would count, you know, probably not going to win, but the people that like wrap the door, you know, they're probably going to win, but they, you know, both could be entered. So most people put something on their door, you know, so all of a sudden a door decorating contest, the same thing. And you'll see people do that in farms. So if you farm a geographic neighborhood where you're trying to become the expert of choice and you're marketing, you know, doing a lot of things that we've talked about here, marketing to that farm during the holidays, all of these things could be like Mission Hills neighborhood door decorating contest. You know, judges will be driving around looking at doors or you could have it posted on social media. You know, you could be giving out ribbons. You could put ribbons on first place, second place, third place and, you know, whatever other little awards you want to give. That's another popular one. Or you could just do it, you know, you could just do it on social media and have them post photos and tag you. But the key is make sure they post and tag because you want to you want to pick up their friends, too. And you want your other people to see how big and successful an event this is. Now, another popular one. So those are all good little contests, though. And those all can be done on social media. They can just be completely free. No contact. You can be a hermit, you know, living in your basement, doing those as long as you have internet. Or you can, you know, take them out and make them a little bit more public. If you do want to get a little bit more out in it, um, I love it if you've got a listing this time of year. Man, feature that listing in some sort of client event. That's powerful, man, because you get some marketing activities and you get some free space. So it's almost like a, it's like a holiday open house. You'll hear people call them that where you actually have like, you know, get your husband or your brother to dress up like Santa and take some photos with Santa. That's huge. My wife's doing that this year. She's got this great big listing. She's having Santa there and she's marketing photos with Santa. 
I saw that. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, she's marketing the heck out of that. And it's killing two birds with one stone. She's going to have all this traffic through. The seller's like, wow, I've never seen an agent do all this to get traffic, you know? Um, so that's that's powerful. And that's, I mean, you could have, you could do lots of things, though. You don't have to do foes with Santa, although that's a pretty pretty popular one. You, you know, could Brian, do, you can actually do that probably at a local, maybe restaurant in the neighborhood. Sure. Or- coffee shops, huge, like a local coffee shop, really good. Because then you, what you do is you... You buy a, you, you can give away free coffee. So what you do is you buy, a, you know, buy everybody one cup of coffee. If someone comes in and they give you a five star review on Google, you give them a free ticket for a free cup of coffee and a photo with Santa. And they give you a five star review because the photo with Santa thing is pretty big. Where else are you going to get a photo with Santa? I mean, you're going to go to the mall? Like no one freaking does that. Not anymore. I mean, there was a time when you did that. Now you got to like wear body armor. Like it's not, no one goes to the mall. Malls are dangerous. <laughs> and they're hard. They're not easy, you know. Swinging by a house and just walking in there is easy. Make sense? So yeah, you could definitely do it at a business you want to support. Coffee shops, new bar and grill that opens up, new restaurant that wants to get people through, all that kind of stuff. I mean, and then, you know, photographers are real easy. Because they, you know, you know, they might do it for free because what they'll do is they'll give everybody one free low resolution photo with Santa. But if you want to buy the complete packet with high resolution and printables, they can upsell. So the photographer comes and takes photos all day, gets everybody's email address, sends everybody emails of their photos and gives them a code and they go onto this website and they can download their one free high or low resolution photo but they can buy copies of the nice stuff if they want. And that's how that photographer makes money. Or one better. What's that? You could take a picture with your phone and then get their number and just forward that picture to it. That's true. And you totally. Your name and their number. Yeah, you could just do it. You could just take a photo with your phone. That's true. You don't need a photographer. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, other things I've seen is like um, holiday open houses. You don't have to have a photographer at the, at the, if you're featuring a listing that you've got over the, the, the holidays. You could just have people over and it's eggnog and hot chocolate and champagne or whatever, wine, warm wine, whatever that stuff's called. I can't remember. Cold wine. What is it? You know, I don't know. It's weird stuff people drink at holidays. I don't get it. The uh, <laughs> mold wine. I think that's what it's called. Um, ale, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen uh, a real popular one is like a gingerbread decorating party. That's a heck of a client. Event. And you can have that at somebody's featured listing too, where you have those little gingerbread decorating kits, you know, and they bring the kids and make it a big deal. Um, that one, those have been very popular. That's kind of involved. I mean, you got to have some materials there, but, it, but man, I mean, you talk about something that people bring their kids to. I mean, that's like everybody's dream. If you have that, like on a, on a Saturday somewhere or something like that. Pretty powerful, pretty powerful. So yeah, gingerbread decorating party, photos with Santa, holiday open house, feature a listing, do it at a coffee shop, do it do it someplace where you can promote a local business. That's a big one. All right, here's your next one. This one is real easy and it feels good. Promote a charity. This one's big. A lot of ways to do this. A lot of ways to do this. For example, at my wife's 
photos with Santa, she's having everyone bring a toy in the package. And those toys get donated to, I think the charity's called Toys for Tots or something like that. But the year prior, it might be bring a bit, bring two canned goods. And at the end, they've got all these canned goods. So you can, that's one way to do it. The other thing you can do is just find an event that like, you know, you got the, this time of year, people need coats. So there's coat drives. People need canned food, always for homeless. People need blankets and people need these toy, you know, toys for kids that don't get Christmas. Those things are always, and there's different organizations that push those things, right? Or, or I shouldn't say push them. They, it's probably not the right word. They try to generate donations <laughs> of those things. So all you have to do is find out what they're doing and promote it. So like, let's say they're having a, a, a drive or a, or a donation party or a fundraiser. All you got to do is say, hey, I really believe in what you're trying to do. I've got a database of people I'm marketing to. Can I market your event for you? And they're, of course, going to say yes. And all of a sudden, it looks like your event. We call that piggybacking off a client event for a good cause. So you make it look like it's your event for the American Red Cross trying to collect as many blankets as you can. You don't even have to spend a nickel now. Now all you got to do is take their marketing materials and put them on social media, put them in emails, shoot some Facebook live videos of you walking down there by the donation center. I mean, you literally just piggyback because that's what we do. I mean, we market as real estate agents, hopefully ourselves and our listings. We know how to market. We have distribution channels set up so we can help them and market to our people. So you feel good. You do something good for your community. So therefore you're adding value and coming from community contribution locally and no one's going to be upset with you. They're just going to see how you give back. So you piggyback off their events. That's just as useful. But the key is to really do it at a high level. We need to do it by email, do it by mailer, do it by social media, do it by video, do it by post. You can even interview the executive director of the Homes for Humanity or whatever organizations doing this, United Way, whatever. And now you're out there giving and feeling good. Now there's a way to do it for geographic farming too, which is really cool. A lot of our clients do this, okay? So what they do is they have a geographic farm neighborhood. We'll call it Whispering Heights, okay? So in Whispering Heights, let's say there's 500 homes. What they do is they host a canned food drive or a coat drive for Whispering Heights. So what they do is they drop off bags with the little instructions stapled to them. It might be a plastic bag or a big grocery bag. I even got some clients who get their logo printed on the bags. It's actually not that expensive to do, so it looks a little more professional. And there's little instructions on the bag and those bags are dropped on doorsteps on every home in the neighborhood. And the instructions say, hey, we're rep- you know, as you know, we're the, you know, real estate, I'm the real estate agent of choice for Whispering Heights neighborhood. And we're organizing a Whispering Heights canned food drive or coat drive to help the local homeless shelter, emergency aid council, whatever. All you need to do is get two articles of canned food or take any extra coats, put them in this bag and put those bags out on the curb or on your front doorstep, whatever makes sense, on Thursday, December 14th, and we'll come pick them up. Now, what you're doing between now and December 14th is reminding them. 
emails. Hey, reminder, December 14th coming. Dropping off flyers five days before on each doorstep. Reminder, December 14th coming. Put your canned food out. Social media posts. You're telling everyone. You might even retarget a Facebook ad at that community locally. Reminding them. Video email, reminding them. Remember, these are all helping them. Because I don't know about you. I would love to give some canned food to the emergency aid council. But I can tell you right now, I'm not going to do it. Because I don't know when they're open. I don't even know where they are. It's a pain in the butt. I got other stuff to do. But if someone puts a bag on my front door, I'm like, thank you. Now I can feel good about my existence and you'll do it all for me. That's coming from contribution. You're just helping. See what I'm saying? It works. So you keep reminding them. And that's how you're staying in front of them. And that's how you're adding value to them. Lots of communication. Could be a mailer. Could be social media. Could be direct message. Definitely email. Definitely social media. Because those are all free and easy. Then you pick it up. Then you take a whole bunch of photos of this huge pile of canned food or coats. Maybe a video of you handing it over to the organization. Shaking hands with the executive director. You post those videos. And you tag every single person in that neighborhood, in that post, every single person. So they all see it and all the people in their, um, that they're friends with on Facebook see. You email that video and those photos out to everybody in that neighborhood to say, thank you. Here's what we did together. Together we can achieve more, you know, and just yay. Make everybody feel good about it. You get more touches, show all the things you do. Everybody's happy. You sprinkle fairy dust everywhere. Everybody has a Merry Christmas thanks to you. That's a very popular one. And you can do that with an SOI. You don't need to just do it with a farm area. It's just a little bit more involved with an SOI because they live all over town. <laughs> it's real easy when they're all in one neighborhood. You just drive down the street and grab all the bags. If you're doing it with your SOI, it's like, well, they're scattered all over the place. Now you're driving all over the place, right? So it's a little harder. You probably want people putting it on their front doorsteps Cause it'll be weird if just one person has a bag out on the street. You know, if it's a farm neighborhood and everybody's got them out there, it's, you know, a little easier. So that's why I recommend that one. And don't, don't underestimate holiday swag too. Like, you know, like, like calendar magnets and stuff like that. Believe it or not, those do work. They stay on calendars, sports team schedules for your local sports teams. Those stay on calendars. All that kind of stuff, just mailing out that, you know, like coffee mugs, you know, just little stuff, little swag items are tax deductible because this is the time of the year in the holiday season. You should be calling your accountant and he should be seeing how things look with your tax liability. And if you're going to actually pay a big tax bill next year, that's when you hurry up and spend some money because it's like 30 to 40% off right now. You do realize that. That's what that is. If you spend those tax dollars, it's like 30 to 40% off because you can, it's an expense that you, that you would have to pay anyway. So you can buy a bunch of swag right now, some of which you can give out this Christmas, some you can buy do next Christmas. Buy enough that you can give it out of your client events. But those are great expenses. We usually find out that we need to make at the end of the year and we can save them for as long as we want. I, I every Every Christmas, my wife's stuff just shows up at my house. It's just weirdest stuff ever. It's like, whoa, what's this? That's well, she had to spend some money. So she just bought some stuff. She's good at that. Can I ask a question? This. Yeah, yeah. I'm just opening it up for everybody. Is there some stuff like the suggestions of um, 
marketing material, like you said, magnets or calendars or what have you. Does anybody have anything to share about what works for them? Like, what do people keep? Shockingly, cusk, cut, I mean, this is boring too, but Cutco knives. Oh my goodness, people love those. Those have value. It, they do have value. I still have one. Yes, I just um, started giving them out to my clients. And one of the clients called me up and she goes, I'm too afraid to use it. She goes, it's too beautiful because I got the red handle. Oh, yeah. I've got the red handle. I always grab that one because I know it's sharp. Yeah. That's the one I can cut with. That's the one. I mean, we've got tons of knives, but I grab that one every time. So, yeah, I know that's I don't work for Cutco. I'm just throwing that out there. It seems to <laughs> seems to work. But yeah, those, I mean, I think those are great. Um, I honestly think even Des, just that card with a mat, with a recipe in it, you know, like a piece of paper, um, that's powerful too. Another one that's really cool that is totally underrated is mistletoe. Wow. Mistletoe. That's a big one. And here's the deal with mistletoe. <laughs> you can get it two ways. You can go buy it packaged or you can literally go get mistletoe. It's everywhere. People don't realize it's up in trees. It's a fungus. When I was little, here's a Brian Eisenhower entrepreneurial story, because this was my most genius. I did a lot of stupid things to make money when I was a kid. But my buddy and I climbed up in this walnut tree that was behind his house, and there's all this mistletoe up in it. And we ripped it all down. It's real sticky stuff, just to let you know. It's not fun to play with. And we cut it up in little pieces. And then we went to like Kmart and bought a bunch of ribbon and just tied little ribbon around the ends and sold it for five bucks door to door. We each made $500. People would buy like, give us 20s and buy four of them and put them up on their front door, by the back door and put them all over their house. I mean, people loved it. Almost almost every door we hit, someone bought that stuff. Because, I mean, if someone gave me mistletoe, I'd put it up. I wouldn't throw it away. You know, I'd put it up somewhere, put up by the front door somewhere or, you know, going in the kitchen. It'd be a topic of conversation in the house for a while. You know, you'd get your wife under it or, you know, stuff like that. It would just, so it's, it's a real popular thing. So it's something that no one ever has that is very holiday or, you know, oriented that people will all put up and they're appreciative of. So mistletoe is a big one. Uh, holiday wrapping kits. That's a big one too. Like a wrapping kit, like here's a couple row, you know, two rolls of wrapping paper and some ribbon, you know, uh, some tape. Everybody always needs extra wrapping paper and extra wrapping kits. So that's one too, where you just drop those off door to door. Movie tickets, because people go to the movies a ton during Christmas time. It's cold. So movie tickets are big. I've seen people drop off jars of hot cocoa on people's doorsteps. Sometimes if they're feeling spicy, they put a little bottle of Kahlua next to it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that, just the, the stuff you just pour water in it and it's instant hot cocoa type of deal. You know, or you just keep, it's got, it's got must, you know, marshmallows in there and stuff. Sprinkles. <laughs> Christmas tree ornaments, huge. Christmas tree ornaments are big. They will save those, even if it's got your logo on one side of them. You know, if, if you, for farms, that's awesome. Like Whispering Pines community on one side and your logo on the other. They'll put that up. They remember living in that house, that neighborhood. They'll keep it. Poinsettias are big too. There are people that give out, there are agents that give out poinsettias every single year. Like they give out pumpkins every year. They go to a local nursery and buy a ton of them. Cookie cutters, cookie dough. Here's two cookie cutters. Here's a bunch of cookie dough. Have fun as a family. Make some cookies. It's everything you need. Another big one that it's going to shock you that people love. You ever have a family that sends out a big old long letter 
every year updating you on what's gone on with everybody in the family. That's a big deal. You got to admit, you read that thing. You get it, you read it. And you know what the husband does, the wife does, the kids do, and the dog. And maybe they got a new dog or one of the dogs passed away. And you're totally up to date on that family. And you may not have seen that family for 10, 20 years, yet you're still up to date, which means you're still in relationship. You still know what they do. The same thing works for you. Isn't the whole idea is to build and grow and tighten your relationships with people in your sphere of influence. So why else have a family? Why else have children other than to exploit them through a annual newsletter? <laughs> so what you do, kidding, okay, again, if anyone's new to this, but what you're doing is you're explaining, here's what I've been up to. Here's what we've been up to. Here's what we've been doing. So it enable it, it makes you vulnerable and it gets them to know you. Even if you've never met them personally, even if they're just an acquaintance, but they're in your sphere of influence and they know who you are. They get to know you that way and they become tighter to you that way. And they feel like you include them close enough to be updated on their annual happenings, your annual happenings in your family every year. So you doing one of those not only kills some social burden, it actually is productive from a business sense with your whole SOI. So it's just the pain in the butt of typing that thing up every year and mailing it to everybody. And that will be received very well. Shocking how well that is. Here's what he did. Here's what she did. Here's what they did. You know, it's like a paragraph for each member of the family. And at the end, it's like, we love you all and bless you, blah, blah, blah. And there's usually a, a Xeroxed photo up there somewhere of you or something. It's kind of blurry, you know, maybe include a family photo. I don't know. That's how that works. See, you can tell I don't create any client events. I don't create any of these holiday ideas. I am good at repeating what other people do because I am not a creative human being <laughs> at all. But what I can do is systematize creative stuff. Um, obviously, client events are big. We talked about some of those client events, but I mean, it's a great time of the year for bowling, um, to run out a movie theater, you know what I mean? And, and do, you, you don't have to even have a, you can, or even a drive-in theater or something, show the Grinch or home alone or some Christmas movie that are family friendly. Um, it could be for some new movie that's out too. You just might have to have it a weird time. That kind of thing. But movie theaters are good during this time of year. Could be a holiday party. Could be an open house at your house. All of those things can be great client events. Um, I saw a client event that was pretty cool. One of my clients has a Christmas caroling. How cool is that? And he did it in a farm. He has this farm of like 2,000 people. And he organized. He just kept promoting it. Who wants to carol throughout the neighborhood with us? And like 30 people showed up. I mean, there's 2,000 people that live there. I would not be one of those 30 because I'm not a singer and I don't like to carol, but 30 people showed up and they just went around door to door and sang. What a cool thing to actually hear carolers. Like it would be fun to open my door and have a bunch of people singing and my kids see that. Like I, I, I've never seen that, you know, I think I've maybe seen it once. But if you're the reason that happened in a neighborhood, that'd be pretty freaking cool. That'd be pretty freaking cool. And everybody would appreciate that. So I thought that was a really cool idea. We've talked about, you know, some things that are, you've probably heard of before, but a big one is, you know, all your past clients, get them their closing statement. So right around New Year's, you give them their closing statement because they need to give that and tell them to give that to their accountant because their accountant needs that. You bought a house this year. Here's your whole closing statement. I'm sure you've lost it, or, but here it is. Just forward this to your accountant right now. 
So giving all your past clients a copy of their closing statement that closed this year should be a thing you do very first week in January. Every realtor should do that. Every realtor. We've talked about your annual reviews. It's a great time to do that right after New Year's too. Like that's your first thing coming back from New Year's is calling every member or texting or direct messaging every member in your SOI to have a quick Zoom meeting where you go over a CMA for their home that they live in and show them how their home's increasing in value by going over the comps in the neighborhood and doing an annual review with everybody. Do that every single year, every January. So they're up to date and they're knowledgeable about their biggest assets value and and their their own personal balance balance statement, where it stands. I mean, the, the, the poor man's way to do that is just mail or email and or email out CMAs for each person every year, for everybody in your SOI. But I would rather do the annual review face-to-face like this so I can talk to them. And, you know, I start that in January and maybe do one a day through January and February and just fly through everybody. I mean, there's like 20 business days in a month, so you can knock out 20 people a month until you're done. Most powerful contact you can have, in my opinion, because it's real estate related. So it totally adds value and extends your customer service. So if they ever buy and sell with somebody else and you're doing that for them every year, they should go to jail and be tortured because you're clearly helping them and they're selling you out. A New Year's card is pretty powerful too because there aren't as many of those, so you don't commit. So, so sending a mail like a, a New Year's card, we talked about annual gifts. Those are powerful as well too and work pretty well. Another one is like a neighborhood guide. That's one thing, a holiday neighborhood guide or a holiday community guide. Here's all the Christmas parades. Here's all the photos with Santa. Here's all the holiday events. Here's all the, you know what I mean? So it's all the stuff you could do with your family for the holidays. Here's all the Christmas you know, or holiday parties you should be thinking about going to. Here's all the ways you can donate to charity. All that stuff goes in the holiday guide. Here's all the way you can give back to the community. So create a holiday guide. That's a wonderful thing to give out in a PDF. Wonderful thing to shoot a video of. Wonderful thing to feature. I mean, you could literally have blog content forever off that. You have endless content to post off of a holiday guide if you put one together. And then you just update it every year and use it over and over again. The first year is a pain, but after that, it's really, really, really easy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch my training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or join our Facebook called The Real Estate Agent Roundtable. Thanks again.